Thank you to our new patrons, Stephen Luffy and Bill Flanagan. Folks, you are the gravy to our mashed potatoes. You can also support Book Reviews Kill by clicking on the link to our Patreon in the description for this episode. You'll gain access to exclusive, full-length episodes and deleted scenes. Welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, science fiction, and horror novels. I'm Evan. And I'm Chad. And you are listening to the Monday Morning Minute. And yeah, this baby. weekend... God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to say something. Lady Gaga will be playing Harley Quinn in Todd Phillips' Joker sequel starring Joaquin Phoenix, which apparently is also going to be a musical. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with whatever Todd Phillips wants to do. Did you see the the Joker movie? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. And it seemed to be more about, which was cool, um, of like mental health than it was about like the Joker, really. You know, it was like a... It was like I thought I was getting like a come up story and it was really just like a like a look into troubled minds, which was which was interesting for sure. I think Lady Gaga would be a terrific Harley Quinn. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think so, too. I wasn't really a big fan of um, Margot Robbie. Yeah, Margot Robbie, even though I love Margot Robbie, like she's kind of my celebrity crush. But uh, maybe as Harley Quinn, I wasn't a big fan. Maybe Lady Gaga will bring some more weirdness to it, which is what we kind of need. Right. She's kind of like insane. Right, yeah. I really like that movie. Um, It's funny, a couple of people told me it wasn't very good, uh, and then I watched it and I was like, wait, what? This was great. I mean, I can see how good. I can see how people maybe, um, I don't know, it's like super on the nose, I guess, or I, I just think it's a really, really well done movie. I like it a lot. And I mean, not, not to spoil anything, but um, like the last scene with Joaquin Phoenix and Robert De Niro on that talk show, what the hell? Like, that was, ugh. Oh my god, I'll remember that scene for the rest of my life. That was so wild. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're you're totally right. I mean, it is just there's a lot of parts in that movie that they're almost like difficult to watch because you just feel for him like so much. I'm interested to see like if, if they're gonna make this a musical. I don't know if that was just a joke on the website that I was reading it on. It was on tour.com, but um I mean my like knee jerk is like what? And then secondly, I'm like, yeah, no, that kind of works. Yeah, that makes that, sense. Yeah, that works. As soon yeah. as I read that, I was like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the logical next step. I mean, mm -hmm. the the dancing scene down the stairs was like so iconic. And I think yeah. like the, the the music in that movie just by itself made a lot of sense. And yeah, I mean, I'd go see that in theaters. Hell yeah. Yeah, me too. What's your week been like? What have you been up to? Uh, it's been uh, it's been all right. I've been I've been fairly busy. Unfortunately, I've been kind of sick these last few days. So if I sound um, like an idiot during this um, podcast here, I apologize because my brain is a little not operating at full pistons of firing level. So uh, you never so. sound like an idiot, Chad. And oh, if you do, I you. edit it out. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> you never sound like your pistons are fully firing. I was like, oh, thanks, bro. That's some weird encouragement. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Why would I say that? Oh, my God. I don't know. I love you. Oh, I love you, too. So anyway, if I uh, if I sound silly, that that's why, my friends. But um, I have been doing a little bit of reading, uh, a lot of watching, just because I've been like tired and like going in and out of sleep. And I hate to read something halfway, you know. I'm almost done with Thorfinn uh, and the Witch's Curse, which is the book that I started last week, who I made friends with the author, um, Jay Batista. Oh, you're cruising through that. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of, I mean, it's not very big. It's only a couple hundred. I mean, it's not tiny by any means, but, you know, it's like 350 pages or so. Uh, it is really good. It's like this kid gets cursed and he's like a, a kid during the daytime, but then in the evenings, he becomes like a ghost. 
And because he's in his ghost-like form, he gets to hear about all sorts of happenings that he probably shouldn't be privy to as a child and all sorts of storylines are interweaving. It's a four book series and I think there's one more coming out. And so there's a lot more story to go, but I'm really enjoying it. It's it's well-written and it's interesting. It's not like vastly complicated. I don't want to call it simple because that sounds like I'm like looking down on it because that almost sounds like a negative, but it's simple in like a positive way. It's just like a nice, fun story to read. Hell yeah. And then I've been watching, uh, I watched two movies that I really enjoyed. One of them was the Uncharted movie. Have you ever played those games? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was it good? Uh, it was good. It was really good. I mean, it's a romp. It's like a... It's Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, right? Is yeah. It... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Why not? <laughs> it's fun. It's like, uh, I, I, I just really enjoyed it. There's some like really cool scenes where there's like, okay, like imagine this. There's like two ancient galleon, like men of war ships being suspended from helicopters. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and they're flying along and... They're like having like a battle, like cannons and everything. There's like boarding, except they're not like, you know, on the ocean, obviously they're in the air, but they're still like swinging across the gap with like ropes. And they try to do like a full on ship battle, but while flying through the air being suspended by helicopters. And it was just, it was just fucking rad. <laughs> I guess I didn't really feel super inclined to watch that movie. I don't really like the games very much. Me neither. Yeah, they're okay. I mean, I, just, maybe eh. the movie's cool, but yeah, I mean, the games just kind of feel like movies, so maybe that's why it translated. Yeah. So, uh, they're not bad games at all. It's just, no. I, I just don't really like Naughty Dog games in yeah. general, really. I like Jack and Daxter. Is that Naughty Dog? I feel like it is. Um, I, but I like I like Jack and Dexter. And I like, do like Jack and Dexter, though. Yeah, um, but Naughty Dog, I feel like, like with The Last of Us and Uncharted especially, it's just long cutscene and then a shooting gallery and mm-hmm. then like push some stuff around and then there's another cutscene and then right, like, and shooting like, gallery and then push kind stuff of around. a not very complicated um, traps thing, you know, a puzzle that you need to figure out, but it's like, meh. But really good writing in those games, like both The Last of Us and Uncharted, just nice and like quippy and realistic dialogue and really fleshed out characters and stuff. So I, you know what, actually, that makes a lot of sense that that would be an enjoyable movie for sure. It really was. And, you know, it was, like I said, not, I probably enjoyed it because my brain was running half mast also. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's, maybe it's just good. It was a fun, like, like India, it kind of had like a national treasury sort of vibe to it you know i mean that's a movie we can all get behind dude national treasure was fantastic the last of us is my brother's favorite game he loves that game yeah i don't, mainly, I don't like mainly, stealthy I think, games I, I like stealthy games too i don't like them very much oh you I, don't I, like stealthy oh games. no yeah I, I don't i don't know it's just like it's like uh, the object of this game is to like not play it you know it's like, <laughs> like you know what i mean it's <laughs> It's like, make sure you don't engage with anybody at all. And it's just like, wait, what? I'm playing a video game, not like a walk slowly so no one sees me. Yeah, I don't know. That's like my really cynical, you know. I love open world games that have the option of being stealthy because then I just stealth all the time. Like some of the newer um, run and jump and look awesome while fighting. Uh, Prince of, uh, not Prince of Persia. Um, (laughs) My brain. It's okay. stupid, stupid brain. What's the what's the awesome awesome games where you're doing parkour and you're running around? Mirror's Edge. No, no, there's like seven of them. Oh, Assassin's Creed. Thank you, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh there we God. go. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> brain not working very well today. I think it's great. I think it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having a good time over here. <laughs> okay, good. 
the I like the newer versions of those games. Those ones are pretty fun because I can kind of like be stealthy and sneak around and like it's not just like climbing stuff and jumping into hay barrels, you know. Okay, and then uh something I have to recommend to everyone hugely because hugely hugely huge recommend guys huge <laughs> recommend um, the movie Carter I'm making fun of you and you're sick I'm so sorry <laughs> no dude it's all good no it's perfectly okay. everyone should be making fun Wait, of me this Carter is like, Carter yeah I saw it on Netflix what it is, is that? like the coolest action movie I, I don't know if I've like ever seen but like pretty pretty high up there it was so rad it's like okay this guy wakes up in this room and there's like blood everywhere. It is not for the faint of heart. It is very grisly. And there's like this woman talking in his ear. She's like, this room is about to explode in like 20 seconds. And then like a bunch of special forces come into the room. They're like asking him all these questions and yelling at him. And he's like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't even know who, my, who I am. And uh, this woman's like, you need to jump through the building and then you'll jump through this building into the next building over to survive. And so we like has no idea who he is, jumps through and the building explodes. And then the whole movie is just him trying to figure out like what the hell is going on, who he is who is on his side who's not and there is insanely awesome after insanely awesome fight scenes and action sequences that are ridiculous but so rad that's the same director that did that movie uh the villainous i heard that was really cool too it's like oh, about really? a, a female assassin i haven't watched an, uh, like a cool action movie like that in a while i might check that Dude, out neither did i and and this one is radical so like there's this one scene where he's driving down the road and there's these two vans that he's in a van with this kid that he's trying to like save and then these two vans come up and there's like all of their sliding doors are open and so this fight scene goes like between all three vans with him like trying oh, to protect wow. this kid and he's jumping from van to van and at one point he grabs this person's head and like pushes it to the face <laughs> his face to the street is like driving 50 miles like i said it's not for the faint of heart it's very grisly but uh it sounds like a a cooler born identity yeah it was and it was or like memento or whatever that that's a really common way to start out a movie you know yeah yeah it was so much fun if you're trying to watch like and don't take it seriously you know like the movie itself doesn't even take it very itself very seriously but it's like it's a if you just want like an awesome, awesome, very violent action movie, you should watch it because it's really cool. Because you uh, you like watching violent movies when you're sick. Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> kind of keeps my brain like, oh, that's cool. You know, it's easier to suspend. <laughs> it's easier to be like that doesn't make any sense, or like I don't think of that. I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. My IQ is like halved, and so those type of movies are like twice as cool. Uh, <laughs> what uh what have you been up to this week i've been busy really busy um Good. so I, I read uh clown in a cornfield 2 uh friendo lives this is a sequel to clown in a cornfield by adam caesar i remember you really enjoying the first one yeah and i liked the second one a lot and i had adam on the podcast on friday and we talked for a long time and he was so cool like he's like a horror movie buff he was an english teacher um, he's written quite a few other horror books other than Clown in a Cornfield. Clown in a Cornfield is like a YA slasher book. And it seems to have just, like after he had put out a bunch of them, and this one had just taken off. Um, and he's really excited about it. So we talked and just nerded out about horror for a while. It was so cool. much fun. He recommended some really cool movies to me and, and everybody listening and stuff. And I'll have that episode up later this week. It's just so nice to, you know, this has happened pretty much with every interview we've done so far is just I read somebody's book and then I sit down and they just happen to also be a super cool person 
Um, I went on another podcast today. Um, oh, called, yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, I went on Bookends with Friends today. Just like these three guys, and they they run a really good podcast over there. And uh, we just, you know, it was like it was like my turn to talk a lot because whenever I do interviews with authors, I try to just ask questions and not, you know, it's their it's their episode, right, right. Um, so it's kind of fun to go on a podcast and like they were asking asking me questions, so I got to ramble and we talked for like two hours. Uh, so wow. yeah, if you want to listen to that, um, you want more of my voice, go listen to Bookends it's with always. Friends, and they do a cool thing where they do um uh they they do like a book of the month kind of thing. Um, they do like a weekly episode. It's three really cool guys. Let's see what else. Oh, I finished uh, The Fall of Babel, the last books of Babel. Oh, nice. Book. Yeah, I've been reading. I'm almost done with that myself. So I, I didn't really read much. Else. I guess I read. A, <laughs> I read a lot this week, actually. But um, <laughs> the only the only book I, I only finished two books. I finished Clown and Cornfield 2. Well, you only finished books two books. Right. But like, uh, I'm almost <laughs> done with uh, uh, Addie LaRue, which is really, really good. I like it so much. I don't know. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. Um, I understand why people wouldn't like it, but. I've seen maybe this is just me personally, but like I've seen a number of takes where people are like, "This book is boring and stupid and repetitive and bad," and it's just like I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing it. Like I don't understand why it's just it's just like a a nice, cool, interesting idea with really terrific writing, and it's just it deserves all of the hype it's gotten. I don't know. anyway. Um, it is really really good. Um, and maybe I just. Uh, have a bias towards V.E. Schwab because I liked everything else that she's written. I don't think it works like that, though. <laughs> I would just say if I didn't like it. But... Yeah, and you have. You know, unlike uh, Stephen King, you, you're a Stephen King fanboy, but you're, you're like the first one in line to be like, yeah, the book was not that great. Yeah, I'll just say it sucked. Yeah. Or at least I thought it sucked. But Fall of Babel, I, the reason that I kind of I like prioritized it because you and I need to finish it and mm-hmm. um, to get the episode out this week and stuff. And we're going to be recording that really soon and it'll be out for everybody to listen to but um i had to make i have to make a confession (laughs) um by like friday night i was only like 180 pages into it right yeah and i was just like i need to literally just sit here and read this book like evan like stop this book will be done yeah i need it's just (laughs) like i looked at it and i was like i can't i still have like 480 pages left of this and chad's probably almost finished with it so and then i just sat and i read the entire book in like two wow, days. Wow, dude, good for you. <laughs> I, I mean, I was almost finished with it, but yeah. I've been almost finished with it for like half a week now. So it's really good. I, I think we're gonna we we might do a decently long episode on it because I just, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, it's not my favorite of the four, but I think it's a really good ending. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that you say that it's a really good ending because man, from where I'm at, it could go so many different right, directions. Yeah, there were a lot of parts where I, I love that in a book too. When we're in the end of it, towards the end of a series, when you're getting down to like the last fifty pages of a whole series, and you're like, I still don't know what's going to happen here. That's pretty no fun. idea. And that's kind of what books of uh, the last books of Babel book does. I also started uh, City of Brass, uh, the Ooh, new nice. yeah, because we're reading the David Bad books after we're all wrapped up with Babel and it's really cool so far dude it's cool I'm so happy that it's cool so far good Um, Chakra Bordy is I I can already tell like her imagery is really good cool main character so far cool setting cool time period we're kind of we're back in like yeah really cool looking books I'm happy to have those on my shelf but me too I'm just really excited that we're gonna like we did Winter Night and it was like cool, like period piece, um, mm-hmm. fairy tale kind of thing. And then we did Books of Babel, which is in this whole alternate thing. But now we're taking it back. Yeah, but now we're taking it back to. I think this is like this is like Middle East, um, like Ottoman Empire, 
Okay. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Very um, cool. But, I love me some desert fantasy. Yeah. It's going to be, I can already tell you and I are going to like this quite a bit. But yeah. Other than that, uh, I'm still reading. I'm still doing the reread of A Song of Ice and Fire. Or no, Song of Ice and Fire. I was going to oh say, you're rereading a Song <laughs> no, of Ice and a, Fire? Uh, a series of unfortunate events. Oh, my God. I had the oh, acronym okay. like in my head because the acronyms look really similar. Like there's like uh, A S O U E and then like A S O I A. I was like, don't let my molasses brain be contagious, bro. I didn't tell you. I started Game of Thrones for the sixth like, time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do, do that for How do you kind of think you have time for that, Evan? No, I don't. I don't have time for that. I'm kind of chipping away at like uh, like Albert Camus' uh, Myth of Sisyphus, um, which is pretty good. It's a little dense. I made this joke on the other podcast, but I'm going to make it on this one too. But I don't. I think Albert Cam- Camus would be pretty cool with my flippancy towards his book. You know, it doesn't matter. It's fine. You think so? <laughs> that was I don't a philosophy get the joke. joke. <laughs> Hopefully, somebody out there does. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like Albert Camus is like um, one of the the first. Uh, I think he's like a pioneer of like absurdism, which is a sort of oh, philosophy. Okay. It's like optimistic nihilism, I guess. If you really oh, wanted okay. to reduce it down, you know, like Sisyphus right, pushing right. the boulder up. Like, what's the point of anything? Like, right. So your flippancy is like a nod towards yeah, his whole. Like, like, I got like, it. I'll get to it when I get <laughs> <Right>. to it. <laughs> okay i get it he's just like smoking cigarettes and in 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 his grave like rolling over like whatever man (laughs) it's not a big deal yeah i i haven't really watched anything or played anything i just mostly just been reading and writing and um, doing interviews and editing and i've been yeah pretty busy i haven't really been sleeping very much honestly um yeah but it's fine i don't know i drink a lot of water it's fine yeah you drink a lot that's great that's great unfortunately well i mean i guess probably fortunately i have been oddly enough i have been sleeping a lot over the last few days i know i texted you i texted you this morning and you didn't like immediately get back to me which you usually do and i was just like oh he's dead he's dead it finally (laughs) happened like what am i gonna do now how am i gonna make this podcast oh oh, i would also be super sad if you died but like how am i gonna make this podcast (laughs) now if chad is dead no bro not dead not dead (laughs) i am here for you always or the other the other worst option would be (laughs) <laughs> or at least like the path of my brain goes down if you don't text me back within like a couple hours i'm just like oh he's just sick of making podcasts with me that's cool no. chad yeah no it's fine it's fine Where's we had done? a really good thing going you know which best friends for 17 years it's not a big deal or anything but like <laughs> i will never leave you evan you will be begging for me to go by the time i actually do like dude i could do this by myself i don't need you anymore i know i'm kind of waiting for that day where like some guy in like a cowboy hat like driving a cadillac and a big cigar comes up and he's just like evan you got all the personality on this show you don't need chad he's weighing you down but no i'll tell him to kick rocks preemptive screw that guy yeah yeah I'll tell him to kick rocks. There's no way. All right, good, good. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, I talked to you up on the other podcast that I went on. Oh, good. Yeah, there would be no book reviews kill podcast without Chad. Oh. I feel. Mm. I told him. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what did I say? I was like, I feel like if I did the podcast myself, everybody would fall asleep. It'd be like an ASMR podcast because <laughs> it'd just be like, in 1991, Robert Jordan released <laughs> The Eye of the World to middling reviews because it was pretty derivative of lord of the rings <laughs> you know people will be like ah oh, that's pretty forgettable bro you just weed, nah, dude. Nah, i think uh you know i think that we both us together make the full podcast juice you know you can't just have uh can't just have one without the other it's like a 
It's like a full meal deal, you know? No one wants an open-faced sandwich. I just had two tostadas for dinner, so I don't know what you're talking about. I literally <laughs> you put just them together. That. No, they're, they're tostadas. They're open-faced. Um, anyway, I, the point I, I want to... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your point, Chad. I no, do want to make fine. an announcement uh, that um, after David Bad, we were going to go straight into the Dark Tower. We are still reading the Dark Tower, like, pretty much immediately after David Bad, but... Um, Which I'm so excited for. We are... We are going to read one standalone book between David Bad and The Dark Tower, and it's a book that's been getting pretty hyped. It's a horror novel, and Chad and I haven't read a horror novel on here yet, so I'm digging my feet in here, and I'm saying we're reading a horror novel. It's Good. happening, and we're going to read The Book Eaters, um, which has been getting a lot of hype around uh, Book Talk and every other periodical, but it's by Sunya Dean. I told the like the publisher reached out to us and asked if we could read it on the podcast. And I said, hey, I've already heard a lot about this. I want to read it. And Chad wants to read it too. But we're not going to do it until it's released. Oh, and I'm looking at the release date. It's already released. You can go buy it right now. Cool. Mm, we'll go buy it. Yeah, it just got released on August 2nd. If anybody was wondering, I'll just read a little tiny little synopsis because this is a really apparently it's really scary. Um, but it says out on the Yorkshire moors uh, lives a secret line of people for whom books are food and who retain all of a book's content after eating it. Mm -hmm. To them, spy novels are a peppery snack. Romance novels are sweet and delicious. Eating a map can help them remember destinations and children when they misbehave are forced to eat dry, musty pages from dictionaries. But real life doesn't always come with happy endings, as Devin learns when her son is born with a rare and darker kind of hunger, not for books, but for human minds. Ooh. I don't know. It sounds kind of cool. It's a really that good does idea. Sound really cool. Yeah, it's really short. I mean, um, like I want to go straight into the Dark Tower, obviously, and um, people are people are asking me about it like pretty much every day. Like, when are we going to start it? Because people are really excited, and you should be excited because it's Dude, the Dark I'm so Tower. Excited. But I just I wanted to throw a horror novel in there. We've done we've done this whole podcast and we still haven't really done science fiction yet either. But I guess like the expanse is really gonna handle that. And I guess the Dark Tower is horror, but it's not really. Like it's not yeah, it's like it's like flirting with the horror concept. I mean, yeah, the Dark Tower is like fantasy, sci-fi, and horror all combined into one weird thing. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna read a horror novel just so everybody knows. You can go pick that up. And everyone, you know, Evan, uh I don't really argue very often with his, uh, like, I'll help steer the ship of his ideas as to what we're going to read next, but he's never done me or us wrong. So, you know, he has all my trust and he should have yours too. So if he says we're making a slight adjustment, it's for the best. Yeah, Chad's really awesome at, you know, he's kind of course corrected a couple of times and just been like, <laughs> well, all right, I want to read this, but let's just like, let's take care Drink of this a little bit first. Here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's why we work so well together. And speaking of working so well together, Chad, I know you're feeling kind of sick. So I'm going to go ahead and read the fictional fun fact as well, just to give your throat a little bit of a break. I very um, much appreciate it. This is a weird fictional fun fact, but it's near and dear to my heart. So, I mean, you've already all been listening for the last half hour. So, you know, give it another five, 10 minutes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're already committed. So don't leave us now. Don't leave us now. Um, so, okay. So apparently... Uh, Steven Spielberg acquired the rights to Shrek, the book, which was published in, I don't know, but he acquired the rights to the book, the book. Shrek. Apparently Shrek was a book. It was like a children's book. He, he acquired the rights in 1991, and he planned on making it into a 2D animated movie starring Dan Aykroyd as Shrek and Chris Rock as Donkey. However, DreamWorks then acquired the rights and created the Shrek movie we know now. Which I'm stoked that that happened because I don't know if I would have cared about 
like a 2D animated. I don't know. Maybe it would have been good. Dan Aykroyd Shrek. There's something about the regular Shrek, though. The the DreamWorks, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, John Lithgow. I watched it just like a month or two ago. It's so good. It It holds up. Holds up so well. Shrek 2 is pretty good, too. Just saying. It really does. Just saying. Uh, Shrek the third is not great. Shrek Forever After, though, is great. I don't know what happened with Shrek the the third. Yeah. I don't think I've. I think I stopped. I think I stopped the third one. I watched the third like one's half bad. of it, and I was like, eh. "But the fourth one's good." It's really, really weird. With I don't know what happened there. They just really dropped the ball with the third one, and huh. they picked it back up. But it's really, it's just interesting how you know Steven Spielberg probably could have just done whatever he wanted. No, you know what I mean? Like early '90s, Steven Spielberg. Are you kidding me? Like he's he's the biggest thing ever. Um, Top of his game, right? But I don't know. I'm kind of fine with it. Like the the DreamWorks one is really good, and I don't. I guess Dan Dan Aykroyd is like a pretty cool voice, and obviously Chris Rock has a really cool voice. He would, but then Chris Rock wouldn't have been able to play the zebra in Madagascar, so that's true. He would have been typecast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's true. (laughs) I couldn't even get through that. I'm just a bunch of (laughs) equine-based animated characters. Wait, was Chris Rock the zebra in Madagascar? I don't know. I think so. Hang on, everybody, just wait a second. Boom, he was the zebra. He, he was the zebra, yep. And I can remember the names of fantasy books and what animals Chris Rock has played in movies. <laughs> Man, Dude, I love Madagascar. Is... What a great what a great movie. <sighs> I can't stand those movies. I don't know what really? it is. Except for I mean Chris Rock is great. I mean uh, Queen Latifah I only ever watched the first one, but I liked it. Uh, the penguins are cool. I just, uh, I th- man, David Schwimmer just bums me out. I feel like there hasn't been any good like kids movies lately, or maybe I just haven't watched them. Didn't you just watch like Sea Beast? It was like really good. Oh, that's right. I did really like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you know, I don't know. There's oh, one. Man. I just watched. Uh, I watched How to Train Your Dragon again. Oh, I haven't watched I it in love... so long. Oh my god, that movie's amazing. Yeah, it's I watched so that like good. eight months ago or something. It was oh, so good. Like that part where they're like flying between those pillars and like the sunset and oh. everything. It's just like, bah, bah, bah. it's just like this <laughs> fucking like super epic. Oh man, it's, it makes I was you want a dragon chills. so yeah. bad. You're like, and oh. I love that part where um, like, like what's the kid's name? It's like Hiccup or something or like um, or like or like tip top or something i don't know yeah the kid, it, no hiccup is really close i well, it's fine uh but like the kids like he's like he like draws a picture of the dragon and then the dragon like it's like this montage thing with there's like music playing and stuff and then the dragon like picks up a tree and then like drags it along the ground and you think it's gonna be like a drawing of something but it's just a bunch of lines in the sand <laughs> just like nothing <laughs> it's so good yeah. oh my god i think it's i think it is hiccup Oh, is it cool? Okay. I think it's Hiccup, dude. Yeah, because uh, then... like the kid, the daughter, yeah, the girl that he gets with is uh, Astrid, right? It's like Astrid and totally. Hiccup. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Did you see the third one? Um, because it's like no. there's like How to Train a Dragon, which is classic, and the second one's pretty good, and then the third one, there's like a there's like a lady dragon, and the, the yeah, and it's just oh like, wait, it's like a nice. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think I did. The second one cute. is where they go and they find his mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay yeah that's the last one that i saw and they go to like dragon like island or whatever yeah, and it's totally. like all the nice dragons yeah. living in harmony and dragons dragon dragons <laughs> that but here voice. we have dragons dragons <laughs> astrid like that guy's voice is so weird uh did there you watch go. um have you seen like the kung fu panda movies while we're on the subject of dreamworks animated yeah movies. Uh, i saw the first one <laughs> they're so good <laughs> they're, they're very good most dreamworks movies are like 
I mean, most of the DreamWorks animated movies are like they're like the RC Cola to like the Coca Cola that is Pixar. You know, yeah, um, like very very good. Yeah, they're they're not. I mean, I, I really like Pixar movies a lot. What's your favorite Pixar movie? Um, I think it's Ratatouille. Ratatouille, really? <laughs> Were you not expecting? That? No, it was it's not. so good. It is it's so, so good. good. Like the French that... music. Ah, yeah, the whole vibe. It's it, yeah, like I mean, he just wants to be a chef, and he can't because he's a rat. He he's he's confined by what his his peers think he should be. Yeah, Ratatouille rocks. I was a big Monsters Inc. guy. Monsters Inc. is really the jazz. Yeah, I, I just love yeah, it. Yeah, Monsters a lot. Inc. is really good. I have a little sister who's like, like, uh, like twelve years younger than me. Her name's Nicole. Hi, Nicole. If you're listening to this, when I was like, I was like thirteen or so, uh, when Finding Nemo came out, and I was babysitting a lot, she had to watch that movie on repeat all the time, like constantly. It was just kind of con. Was, you know how like babies like will always just kind of like have like one or two movies like kind of mm-hmm. constantly on repeat all day. Like for her, it was Finding Nemo, and I still to this day am not sick of Finding Nemo. I know like every word to that movie, but it's wow. amazing. It's such I was a good say, movie. Like the memory power that you have mixed right. with watching something constantly for like a year. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, you must know. You could probably do that movie in your sleep. I was watching uh, Fellowship of the Ring with Effie, and she's only seen she's seen Lord of the Rings like a few times. Right. You know, but like not even close <laughs> to as many times. <laughs> <laughs> like. I'm like to the 10th power more times than right. she's watched it in my head. I was like, I wonder how quickly she'd get annoyed if I started doing this. So I just started playing. I just started saying every line before they were going to say quickly. it for like a few minutes. And she was finally just like, dude, you need to stop. Like, you, <laughs> and not <laughs> you're like that. ruining this movie for me. <laughs> but it's like down to the tone, the tone of voice. Wow. I'm I'm not surprised. help you bear this burden. As long as it is yours to bear. <laughs> <laughs> you have only one choice. <laughs> the ring must oh, be destroyed. Fantastic. Uh yeah, I feel like we've kind of exhausted. Oh wait, no, I didn't ask you what your favorite Pixar movie is. Probably Monsters Inc. Oh, you did say that. All right, cool, cool, cool. I just cool. threw it out there. You didn't ask. Right. You know, I mean, I, I can't <laughs> I also can't uh say like it's not Toy Story either, because like I love Toy Story. Did you watch Toy Story 4? No. It's all right. I just figured it wasn't going to be good. It's fine. Like, yeah. And I and I really like, like, the first two. Three's good. And so I was just like, eh, I'm just going to stay here, I think. Three hurts. Yeah. Three's, like, painful. Three was pretty rough. Did you watch uh, Inside Out? Mm-mm. That one's really good. What's it about? Um, like your emotions are kind of like, um, it's like about this little girl who's kind of like growing up and, um, her emotions are like anthropomorphized, like in her head. Um, so there's like, there's like anger, sadness, a joy, some, a couple other ones disgust, I think is one of them or something like that. And, uh, it kind of is like, it's like the world building in it is so cool. Like there's like this entire, like her entire consciousness is like built up of like these little like glass balls of memory. And there's like this whole store of it, but like it gets kind of compromised because it, it, you should watch it. It's really good. Interesting. Um, yeah. Inside Out's probably like, I don't know. There's a few others that I like still haven't seen that are supposed to be really good. Inside but, Out. Like Soul the... is supposed to be. Did you watch Coco? Oh. No, I haven't watched either of those, but I've heard Dude. really good things about Soul. Soul's supposed to be good. I still haven't seen that, but Coco is. Watch Coco. Like, yeah, that movie's great. Coco? Okay. C-O-C-O. Like, should I watch Coco or Inside Out first? Uh, watch Coco. 
Coco? You'd okay. like it. Yeah, you'd like it more. Okay. Like, I will. Do you have like a nice TV? Yeah. Dude, watch Coco. I have, on that I have TV. a projector. Okay, yeah, watch Coco. A really on nice that. projector. Man, I think, uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for us today. We're kind of like, <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. It's all, over <laughs> it's all right. It's all fiction, baby. It is all fiction. Yeah, uh, you every- know, uh, if I've um, been boring or uh, or an idiot, uh, um, I apologize, y'all. No, we took it easy today because you're sick. You know? Yeah, thank you. We have a lot of content coming out this week. We've got, um, yeah, like my interview with Adam uh, Caesars coming out. We've got the uh, Fall of Babel episode coming out, the Friday Just Forge Bancroft, episode. we should have him on sometime this week. Oh, did he get back to us? Um, no, but, uh, well, he did, but it was past the time that I had asked him if he was available. So he was like, just let me know. Oh. <laughs> when, yeah, because I was like, are you available this Friday? And he got back to me like the day after. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get him. We'll get him. In we'll get him. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up for us today, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day and, of course, a great rest of your week. Don't let the Monday get you down and don't work too hard. And, of course, happy reading. Bye, everybody.